Hey everybody, it's Teresa Fien Millies. You're listening to Ninth Arcana, a tarot podcast. Today we're talking about the moon. Finally, we have a major. I've had seven cups, but only three majors. The major arcana are 22 of the 78 cards. The moon is its 18th numbered card. It comes between the star and the sun. Rebirth and acceptance. What else comes between birth and acceptance? Your entire life? The moon is the time between a life-changing event and being able to live with it. It's the reflection time. It's the four stages of grief, but it doesn't even have to be all bad. There's always an adjustment period, always. You get your dream job, you still have to go to onboarding meetings, You have a baby, you have to figure out how to feed it. If we think about the moon's influence in popular culture, we think of lunatics and werewolves. It's being turned inside out with fear. It's madness. But on the other side of it, in our popular culture, the moon also has a calming effect. People stop walking to look up at the moon. We pause to reflect. It's beautiful and it's still and it's serene. We know that the moon's light is literally a reflection of the sun's light. It's almost exactly the same but it's not. It's a shadow of what's in the shadow of the sun. It's the things that you can never quite see clearly. Let's look at the cards. The Aquarius and the Waitsmith have all the same elements. There's a moon in the sky. There's a dog, a wolf, and a crayfish. There's a tower on both sides of the card. The sky is blue. The water is blue. The earth is green. All three animals are looking up at the moon. I know that this card means reflection, and I know that it means darkness, in that you can't see exactly what's going on, which is why it also means intuition. The moon has its eyes closed, which means it's either in a state of meditation or sleep. But I don't know what all this other symbolism is off the top of my head. A dog is loyalty, right? The wolf is wild, but the crayfish, so I looked it up. I used 78 degrees of wisdom in this and the last episode, because The author, Rachel Pollack, wrote the book based on the Waitsmith deck, and I feel like it's an even better explanation of the cards than even Waitsmith himself. This is the tarot book. Rachel Pollack says that the star contained no road back. It shows us dwelling in the glories of darkness transformed into light. But to be able to use the light, we must pass through distortion and fear. The moon is the card of the imagination, and it holds the energy of the star in shapes that consciousness can comprehend. The dog and the wolf represent the animals that are roused by the moon, both creatures howling in the night. These are the savage beasts. The crayfish, which lies deeper than the beast, symbolizes the most universal fears within the collective unconscious, experienced in visions as nameless demons. It emerges from the water, but weight tells us that it never completely gets onto land. It always falls back again because our deepest fears are ones that never fully take shape. We feel something inside, but we can never see just what it is. The Morgan Greer. The towers in this card are much bigger and more prominent. The towers and the road show that there's only one direction to go. You can't get around the towers. You can't make a new path. This is the only road out of the woods. The mythic tarot has a woman with three faces and a dog with three faces. This makes me think of the three fates the Morai, which is my daughter's middle name. They are Greek, 
Clotho, the spinner, Lachesis, the allotter, and Atropos, the unturnable. It's a metaphor for death. One spins, one measures, one cuts the thread of life. They're the children of Nyx and Kronos, night and time. The Wall Unknown shows a forest, there's two trees, and a moon in the center. This picks up the towers from the old cards. There's only one path out of the scary haunted forest. Just let the moon guide you. You're going to be fine. The line strider is the dog, the wolf, moon, towers, crayfish, all just simply on the card. The animals are more clearly a dog and a wolf instead of just two canines, and they both look to the right. This obvious directional attention always feels really significant. The right is the future. They're looking to their future. They're looking at what's coming. Time only goes forward. They're blocking the entrance to the path between the towers. You have to get through your beast self. You have to get through your fears and your shadow before you can follow the moon to the next place. The Holly Simple shows a half moon and four circles that look like they could be moons. All of their faces are leaking. They're crying and they're drooping. They are feeling their feelings. The card is dark. It's deep blue, but there's one ray of light from the half moon's eye to the triangle window in the side. The moon is focused on the light and the way out. In the Luna Soul's moon, we have the face of a woman. Most women that aren't on birth control either bleed on the full moon or they bleed on the new moon. Some even alternate between the moons depending on the time of year. That thing we all heard about women syncing up when they're together that was based on a very flawed study of college women. You can look it up. It's never been able to be duplicated. But groups of friends do tend to bleed at the same time, and that's because they're full mooners or new mooners. I mention this only because it, this is the first card that makes the cycle of the moon more obvious. It's not something I even thought of because it's just too obvious. The moon constantly changes, but its changes are predictable. It's a cycle. On the card, there are waxing and waning moons on both sides. The light changes and the reflection changes too. You'll always be on one side or the other. The moon leaves us more intuitive, more in touch with our shadows, more able to accept ourselves as we are in the places that we don't want to show. It's a dip into madness, into visions. It's also predictable. So you can always rely on the fact that you will make your way out of the haunted forest. The moon waxes and wanes, and so do you. The crayfish falls back in the water and climbs out again, over and over, forever. With this card, it's really the packed-in symbolism for me. Next episode is the Four of Swords. Is he sleeping, or is he dead? Find out next time. Hit me up in pod page, Ninth Arcana Podcast. You can leave me a message or review there. New episodes Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay then. I love you. Bye. Ninth Arcana is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Teresa Fien Millies. Thank you for listening.